Welcome and thanks for joining us for this week's encouraging and faith-building message from C3 Topol. For more information about C3 Topol, visit our website c3churchtopol.org.nz. Now for this week's message. I'm so thrilled that you're here this morning. Happy Valentine's Day. And uh, we just pray and believe that this morning is going to set you up to have a wonderful day celebrating with your loved one or with your friends, whoever it is in your world that you love. It doesn't have to be terribly exclusive. And if you're behind the eight ball, it's all right. Time is on your side. But there's no better place to start Valentine's Day than in the church. greatest love you will ever experience is the love of God. And that is not my message this morning, but I just want to remind you today, open your heart to the love of God and try and figure it out. Just say, God, I'm in your church. And if you're here, I want to know that you're real. Simple prayers, simple answers pour your love into my life. Well, let me pray real quick. Thank you, team. Jesus, I thank you right now that we are in your house, in your presence. We're here with you, but we're also here with one another. Saints building one another up, encouraging one another, sharing the journey of life together. So I pray that this morning, It would bond us even closer, that you'd knit your family even tighter together and that you'd also add on to your family new loved ones, new brothers, new sisters, new people that you've seen since long ago. You've brought them in today to be part of your family of believers, to be part of the great Farikarakia, the great Fano of Ehukaraiti, Jesus Christ, one underneath you. We thank you for this morning that our lives can be better than we can dream. In Jesus' name, Amen. So what a message, better than I can dream. I'm so thrilled, excited, passionate, expectant about preaching this message. You're gonna, you will find on a seat maybe underneath you or next to you a little lavender. It is not purple. It is lavender slip. And it says on the top, better than I could dream. And that little card should be accompanied by a pen. And I want you right now to grab the card and the pen and hold it in your hand. If you don't have one, uh, just wave around and one of the service host team will make sure you get one. But I don't want anyone uh, to not have one of these cards. This may take a little bit of figuring out, but um, the team is going to make sure you get one of those. And I want you to hold this in your hand. I want you to dream as I preach this morning because I know God is going to speak to you and He is going to ask you to write something. He's going to dare you to believe this morning with Him that it can be better than I could dream. 
I'm going to just sow a few little seeds of ideas before I preach. But maybe it's your marriage. Maybe it's your business. Maybe it's your personal finances. Maybe it's a personal uh, struggle that you've got going on in your life that, that you want it to be better. Well, I'm telling you this morning, it can be not just better. It can be better than you can dream. Whoever trusts in the Lord shall never be put to shame. Those who wait on the Lord, they shall renew their strength. I'm encouraging you this morning, dare to partner with God, dare to dream, dare to let faith arise, dare to write it down. We're not going to reveal it to everyone in church, but at the end of the service, we want to stand with you in faith and pray and believe with what you are believing for, that not only can it be Your dream, it can be better than you could ever dream or hope or ask or even imagine. Ephesians 3 verse 20 tells us that, that God is the God who is able to do immeasurably more than all we could ever imagine according to His power that is at work within us. I want you you to agree with the Bible this morning. To Him who is able. God is not the God who is disabled. He's the God who is able. He is not the God who is dialed down. He's the God who is dialed up. He is the God who is able not only to do what we ask, but immeasurably more than we could ever ask or even imagine. So what His invitation to you is this morning, if you can imagine it, I can exceed it. If you can imagine it, I can go beyond it. If, you, if your dream is high, I can go higher than what you can ever dream or ever. It can be better than what you could even dream. And we need a church and we need believers that are living not in a dream, but in a reality that it is better than I could dream. That a world is desperately looking, searching, running itself ragged, trying to find the answer to its need, trying to find its dream. And it's getting lost and it's getting let down and it needs believers to be telling them and to be sure showing them. I put my trust in the Lord God Almighty and He has exceeded my expectations because He can do more than I can even ask or imagine. So I'm encouraging you this morning. You've got to imagine for your family, all your sons and daughters, all your grandbabies in church with their hands raised, worshipping. You may say, Pastor, that's so far from my reality. Well, God is saying, if you can dream it, I can exceed it. If you can see it, it can happen. And He's asking, He's saying to you this morning, believer, son, daughter, turn on the dream machine that I'll put inside you. Our dream machine is so often turned into the worry machine. My God, I know this personally. Misappropriated energy, misappropriated time, misappropriated mental energy instead of dreaming, worrying. Jesus made it so clear, said, do not worry. He said that because we do worry, so He's telling us, do not worry, but put your hope in God. And we need to change our worry machine into the dream machine. Stop worrying about it and start dreaming about it. 
And in my life, everything I worried about never happened. I would lie awake at night when I worked in the heavy industry and did I tighten up that oil plug? Did I tighten up that hose? Did did I leave? And I'd worry. And then one day God spoke to me and He says, when has it ever happened? And I said, never. And He's like, exactly, you're wasting your time. Stop worrying and start dreaming. Stop thinking about how bad it might be and start dreaming about how good it can be because God is on your side and He can work all things out for the good of those who love Him. In fact, 1 Corinthians 2 verse 9 says this, What no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love Him. Far above all we can ever ask or even imagine. So soon I'm going to get you to put pen to paper. Soon I'm going to ask you to dare to dream. And there's going to be a voice inside you saying, you're silly, you're a dreamer. And you're saying, exactly, that's right, because God has made me a dreamer. There's going to be a voice that's telling you, don't do it. You've been let down before. You've believed before and it hasn't happened. Well, if it hasn't happened, you're still in the setup. Your miracle is still in the making. And I'm saying to you this morning, don't leave the table while God is in the kitchen. Because when He brings out what He's been cooking up, you'd say, I would have waited twice as long. It's that good. So don't stop believing while the process is happening. God is on the move. He is the God who does not sleep nor slumber. He is the God who is always at work and He has not overlooked your family. He has not overlooked your life. He hasn't left you on the bench while the rest of the team is on the field. He is setting you up that one day you will glorify Jesus Christ and say, I'm so glad I never quit. I'm preaching better than you're listening this morning. Luke 15, we've been preaching out of this book quite a bit. And I want to touch this morning quick on the, the parable of the prodigal son. And I want to remind you before I, before I start preaching that, uh, that this is a parable, not a true story. Okay, so the parable of the prodigal son, it's not, it never happened, but Jesus is, he's saying, what is my kingdom like? How do I explain to you my value systems? How do I explain to you what my Father in heaven is like? How do I explain to you my world? And he explains it all through the New Testament. A lot of Jesus' teachings are, are figurative illustrations. He's using a story to make a point. So I just want you to know that it's a parable and I want you to know that I know that it's a parable. But I might preach about it like it was a real story. It says this, Luke 15, 11. Jesus said there was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of my estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger one got together all he had and he set off for a distant country. And there he squandered his wealth and wild living. 
after he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in the land that the whole country, in that whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country who sent him into the fields to feed pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with that which the pigs ate, but he was not allowed to have any. It says when he came to his senses, he said, my father's servants are better off than I am. I will set back to my father and I will say to him, I've sinned against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son, but make me like one of your hired servants. So he got off and went to his father, but while he was a long way off, his father saw him coming. His father was working on car park team that Sunday and he saw his rickety old car drive around the street. He knew that sound, that backfire and that rattle and that loose CV joint and those squeaky brakes and he ran down the street as his son returned home and he threw himself around his boy. He took him home and he put a ring on his finger and he put a robe on his back and he put shoes on his feet and he said, let's celebrate because the son of mine was lost. Now he was found and he goes another level. He says, the son of mine was dead, but now he was alive. It can be better than you can dream. This young boy in this story that Jesus shares, he had a dream for his life, but his dream was anchored out in the world. And he says to his father, I've got a dream. I want you to give me my inheritance so I can go and live the dream. I'm telling you, young people, the dream is not out there. The dream is in the kingdom of God. The dream is not in the world. Don't waste your spiritual inheritance and your spiritual resource running after a dream the world can never fulfill. But he says to his dad, I've got a, I've got a dream and he sets out into a distant land and he squanders his inheritance on wild living and a drought and a famine comes across the land and his dream turns into a nightmare. That which started off filled with hope, filled with bright eyes and bushy-tailed, had grown dull and dirty. And the dream that this young boy held in his heart had turned into a nightmare as he sat in a foreign man's field feeding his pigs. You might have run after something in the world, a relationship or a job or an opportunity, and your dream has turned into a nightmare. It didn't work. You had your hope and your heart set on if this guy or this girl or, or this idea or, or this, this opportunity and you've, you've found that it's let you down and that which was once a dream is now a nightmare. That which was once a dream is now a problem. That relationship that once that held so much promise now was just filled with problems. That opportunity that you thought was gonna be the, the, the big open door is the big block wall. And this boy, he, he set out and that which he dreamed of being so great turned out so bad and he's, his dream turns into a nightmare as he sits in this foreign man's pig pen and he, he says to himself, Evan and my father's servants are better off treated than me right now, I'll just go back to my father's house and I'll just be one of his servants. Don't let failure 
Don't let mistakes make you downgrade the dream. It's time for the upgrade this morning. Don't let a missed opportunity, don't let a backslidden loved one, don't let a sickness, don't let a failure, don't let a mistake let you downgrade the dream to what you think is possible. You've got to keep the dream and what is impossible for you, but possible with God. And this boy, he's sitting there and he's, he's had the dream, his eyes and his spirit were once filled with hopeful expectation. And now his hope is downgraded so much that maybe I'll just go back to my father's house and my hope is this, I'll get fed. My hope is this, maybe I'll, I'll just have somewhere to sleep. The, the, the missed opportunities, the bad decisions and the bad mistakes had caused him to downgrade his dream from up here all the way down to I'll just be a servant. And he walks back to his father's house. See, the son turned a dream into a nightmare, but the father was about to turn the nightmare back into a dream. And this is what God is doing for you and your family and your circumstance this morning. It says that this boy, he, he picks himself up, he climbs out of this pen and he walks back towards the father. He can do nothing. He's got nothing to offer. He's filthy, he's grubby, he knows he's messed up. There's a dark cloud hanging over his head. There's little lightning bolts and a little rain shower coming out of it. You've seen those illustrations. It was everything about him was depressed and broken and defeated. His dream had turned into a nightmare, but he was on the road back to the father's house and his father was about to turn his nightmare into a dream again. And God this morning, He's wanting you to reignite the flame of dream and destiny that is inside of you. And He walks back and His Father throws Him. He's walking back and He's like, my Father's gonna tell me off. My Father's going to give me the, I told you so. But the Father runs to Him, throws Himself on Him, puts a ring on His finger, a robe on His back and shoes on His feet. The Son's dream went from being servant to Son again. Went from being broken, lost, disconnected to reconnected with the heartbeat of His Father. This is where a dream starts. You connecting your heart with God's heart. You connecting your world with God's world. Don't let a mistake tell you you gotta downgrade your dream. Don't let a, a missed opportunity, a bad decision, maybe a whole lifestyle of bad decisions. Don't let that tell you you are disqualified from living the dream that God has for your life. If it was up to us, we'd all be ruined, but it's up to one person. And that person is Jesus Christ. And He said on the cross, they're worthy to dream again. My people can lift their eyes unto the heavens for there is a rock that they can climb onto out of the despair, out of the pit, out of the problem. And they can dare to dream again and it can be better than they can dream. Can you imagine 
that son, as his father breathed on the dream, as his father rekindled the dream, as his father said, you are worthy to dream again. That is what God is saying to you today. And that is what Jesus was saying through the parable. No one is so far lost that they cannot come back. Your life is not so much of a nightmare that it cannot be turned back into a dream starting today. Our God is the God who is able to to do far exceedingly, abundantly above all we could ever ask or even imagine. I want you to take that card right now. I know God would have been speaking to you as I was preaching. I know there's something burning in your heart. I know there's something you cry about in your prayers. Now I know for many of us, life in a lot of ways is going good, but there's these little pockets of nightmares. And they're nightmares like my babies aren't gonna be in the kingdom. That loved one isn't gonna be redeemed. That problem isn't gonna have a solution. God can do more than you could ask or even imagine. So He's asking you this morning, son, daughter, young person, what are you dreaming of? Because it can be better than you can dream. The son dreamed of being reinstated as a servant. His father said, son, It's gonna be better than you can dream. That longing that you're trying to fill out in the world can only be filled in the house of the Father. The affirmation of the Father, the approval of the Father, the endorsement of the Father. I want you to write it down. It may just be a name, it may be a short sentence. Then in a second, once you've done that, we're going to stand together. The team is going to sing a song over you. But what I want you to do is if you're holding a dream in your heart, I want you to bring it to the front of church. I want you to bring it to the altar. I want you to take a journey of faith this morning that says, God, here is my dream. You don't have to leave it here. You take it with you. But I want you to to make a journey of faith this morning saying, God, here is my dream. Bless it. God, here is my dream. Anoint it. God, here is my dream. Put faith on it. God, here is my dream. Help me to keep believing for another generation, for another year. Help me to not grow. Grow weary in doing good for in due season you promise we shall reap a harvest if we do not quit. We thank you, Jesus. Why don't you all stand with me this morning, church? And as the team leads us, and as you're led by the Holy Spirit this morning, I want you to, to respond to what He's asking you to do. I want you to bring the dream and it takes faith and it, and it makes you, you're putting yourself in a vulnerable place, but it's the best place to be. It's the very best place your heart can be is rendered before God. The prophet Joel said, 
Rend your hearts and not your garments. Bring before me a vulnerable heart. Bring before me an open heart. Don't bring before me performance and rituals and regulations, but bring before me a rendered heart, a heart that is broken for the cause, a heart that is open to the love of God, a heart that is willing to receive a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit. Let's do it together this morning, church. Thank you for joining us for this week's podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Have a blessed week.